0: Tell me why you're doing this. Seriously. Why do you do it? Money, mainly. There you go. Nah, come on. Man, some straight like you, giant stick up his ass, all of a sudden at age, what, 60? He's just gonna break bat? I'm 50. It's weird, is all, okay? It, it doesn't compute. Listen, if you've gone crazy or something, I mean, if you've, if you, if you've gone crazy, or depressed, I'm, I'm just saying. That, that's something I need to know about, okay? I mean, that, that affects me. I am awake. <clears throat> what? Buy the RV. We start tomorrow. Hey everyone. My name is Liam Wilfong and welcome back because as you know, I took a bit of a break. Well, I wouldn't say there's many excuses because there was always a uh, significant amount of time between the episodes I uploaded, but uh that's some laziness I'm working on, working on as I get back into a routine, a daily routine. Uh before we get into whatever I'm talking about uh there's a few things I'd like to say is that I kind of have more of a schedule for this podcast and I they won't necessarily be as random because I have two new series one of which is debuting today but those uh the other one at least isn't really relevant so Enough talking, I'm going to get into today's topic, which is self-awareness, or as I sometimes feel like I need to say, that I am awake. I can remember, there's this damn chair, <laughs> Ugh. I can remember this very significant point in time of my maturity is what i like to call as i refer to i uh what i believe if you know anything about psychology is uh kind of a uh, identity crisis um my my personal self awareness uh something i'm able to do is is kind of section off my life into uh, phases. I remember these significant phases um, in kind of these very basic emotions I can apply to it. You know, what what drove so much of my actions and behaviors and what were my problems? Because a phase can't just be a phase unless there's maybe an issue or it doesn't always have to be an issue. But for example... I, uh, for the first seven years of my life, 2002 to 2009, I uh, I said those were controlled by happiness. Now, I'm not going to get into the details. I'll talk about this list of phases later on. I don't know if I'll get to it in this episode or uh, if this episode is relevant to the, the phase of my life, but... The second phase, I'd say, is controlled by fear, which lasted about 10 years, from 2009 to 2019. Now, I I would like to mention that I don't want you to think that I lived in fear for 10 years. It was just, uh, again, I'll explain later. Um, As you can hear, I'm flipping through some notes, because I've been taking notes rather than just talking into the mic, which I realize, which is a big problem, because my thoughts are very, very, very unorganized, and I have a lot of them and even my notes are unorganized, but i'm going to stop getting sidetracked. The main idea is self awareness, as I mentioned, so you're probably wondering well what does self awareness mean self awareness is kind of this complete understanding of your own self your own identity um It doesn't necessarily mean you've uh, accomplished life or whatever philosophy you live by. It doesn't mean you're a a 100% self-actualized person. I believe everybody is on a journey of self-actualization, but for a self-proclaimed, self-aware person like me, uh, you kind of... Holy sh. That is a massive spider on the table. Sorry. Um. You kind of. What was I saying? Uh, I'm on this journey of of self actualization, just like everybody else's. But you're kind of picking apart every every day, every single emotion. Um. There's kind of this. Gray area between overthinking and self awareness, and I do think overthinking is a byproduct of self awareness. But, uh, kind of what I was getting at by what it means is, as I mentioned, it's this complete understanding of the self, um, your own emotions. You're in, you're, you're, you're kind of, I wouldn't say in control, but. You're in a control in a sense that you're so self-aware that sometimes you can change future behaviors or future actions based on an emotion. For example, recently, um, in the past few months, I was kind of taking an opportunity to understand my own anger. And I do believe I've become a significantly less angry person because I would ask myself, why am I angry why do I get angry? And I was also applying this philosophy I've been forming in my head. It's not my own philosophy, but it's just kind of the way I uh, put it together. Is that you know do the do the right thing, not really what you want, because sometimes the thing what you want isn't uh, a good thing. So when I apply that to anger, for example, um, say you're you're really angry at a friend, and and you just want to go off on this person, you want to cuss them out, whatever, whatever, whatever. That isn't always the best thing to do. It's going to make you feel better, but in the long run, it's not really going to help your situation. Now, very broad example there, but I think you could get the idea. Um, it's funny because I mentioned how I was reading off notes and I was trying to be more organized, but I'm kind of falling off. I'm doing better. I hope I get my point across. There was already a spider on the table, so... And I uh, I played that uh, piece from Breaking Bad in the beginning, so we're doing kind of good in my opinion, to my standards. Anyways, I just discussed to you what self-awareness means, at least what it means to me, because everyone kind of gets this idea, and I'm going to be honest, it's hard to talk about without trying to sound like some arrogant asshole, because... Sometimes the best way I can describe self-awareness is kind of this thinking-outside-of-the-box lifestyle or it's kind of this double-edged sword uh, Jesus double-edged sword um, Dynamic because you can see the benefits, but you can totally see the costs. Um but um, for the most part you can see the, the uh, Good side of it. So Now that I've discussed discussed what it means, what does it do exactly? So kind of what I was getting at is that you have this total self-awareness of your own emotions. And having self-awareness of your own emotions, as I say, is the most important part that comes out of it. Um, And I'll get into my understanding of kind of some basic emotions. But I was saying how recently I'd taken this, uh, I wouldn't really call it opportunity, but... Ever since I kind of became self-aware through one of those uh, life phases, which was uh, the identity crisis that uh, occurred around 2019, uh, I believe that's when I became truly self-aware. Um. Uh, what was I saying? Oh my gosh, I, I got totally lost. But um, it's also. 621. I'm in Chicago. Uh, I woke up at about 4. But I'm doing pretty alright because I'm feeling productive and uh, you're learning with me. I'm uh, learning myself just talking to this mic and I'm learning that I should have taken more notes. So before I got totally lost, I'll just go back to how I was, uh, how I break down my emotions. I talked about how I uh, recorded my anger. Um, so when I say, what does it do? I think I'm just going to jump into my understanding because under my notes, under my understanding, I wrote some, uh, some four pretty basic, but really, really big and important emotions. So I've written down fear, anger, happiness, and sadness. There are some other ones that I either haven't really uh, approached in life or they're just they can kind of fall under those four basic categories but the first one I'll start with with is fear is because you can be a self-aware person but you're going to totally underst- uh you're going to totally experience these emotions without even knowing it sometimes uh self-awareness kind of brings you to a conclusion to say oh so this is what drove my uh my recent behaviors it was a total fear because sometimes what I noticed at least is that my sleep kind of tells me how I'm doing in life and a few weeks ago or and it lasted a few weeks I was having some sleeping issues and uh, I'm not kidding when I say this I was constantly on this drive to understand the meaning of this I was like I know my body's trying to tell me something I know I have problems right now but what is the issue exactly and I went on a walk a few nights ago. Just a really long walk to get my mind off things. It was like midnight. And uh, something kind of kind of crossed my mind that I was going too hard on myself. Now, the actual details of, of what I'd uh, become self-aware of in that moment is kind of irrelevant. But it trying to prove that... Sometimes you don't really know what's happening, but you kind of have this aha moment. So, fear, uh, this is where I will get into those, uh, um, let's see here, these uh, phases in life. Because fear controlled a lot of my life from 2009 to 2019. Now... As I mentioned in a previous episode, I had uh, watched the uh, death of my grandmother in 2009. And this is when fear was in complete control. Because I grew this great, great, great um, separation anxiety between my mom. And I think my brain there made the connection that it was my grandmother who was my mom's mom and... That's why I had this separation anxiety Towards my mom And When it first started happening After the death of my grandmother I couldn't do th- something as simple as going to school I uh, I don't remember if I mentioned this In that that episode about the uh, The violence But uh, I, You know I couldn't I couldn't go to school Without crying for the first two hours For my mom It would take her forever to finally leave and go to work, um, I couldn't go to a friend's house for a while, I especially couldn't spend the night anywhere, I couldn't spend the night anywhere, uh, unless I cried through it, or, or cried myself to sleep, most of the time I probably wouldn't sleep, and fear was in such control, obviously, because I was afraid of what I saw, and I think it was ultimately, uh, a. uh great fear in myself because I wasn't really aware of these uh aware of these uh violent thoughts I was having I just thought that was normal I really think any thoughts are normal it's just the ones you act on that really matter because people's brains if you're capable of thinking it you're going to think of it so while self-awareness doesn't exactly mean you're going to break down emotions in uh, phases of life. I'm simply giving you examples of how my self-awareness plays a huge part in my life, and everybody has kind of their their ways of understanding themselves. Mine is through f- understanding, uh, is kind of sectioning off phases of my life, um, even down to the calendar date. So, that was fear. And now I'll flip all the way back. Man. Oh, okay. And I'll talk about anger because I could talk about this one forever. Uh, it's so recent. And I think I've got a pretty basic understanding of anger because anger will probably be a whole nother episode. Uh, I think that's one of the most important emotions, because all things aside, I think anger controls so many things in this world, and not in a good way, Um, in a really bad way, because people are very, very, very angry. i would become significantly self-aware when it comes to anger, and I realized that people are really, really, really angry, and Also, people are really, really, really self-righteous. So when you combine self-righteousness and anger, or maybe ego and anger, you get bad stuff because people really, really, really care about themselves. And of course, you should care about yourself. um, But those two are a bad combination. Uh, Anger, what, what took me to kind of understand my own anger is when I started noticing a pattern of behaviors and, um, emotions I was experiencing. So, around, let's go back to my phases, around to, I what I like to call a self-righteous phase, uh, this occurred, um, from June 2020 to October 2020, uh, was I really, really, really got angry at myself without realizing it. And the first thing I did was I lost 30 to 40 pounds during quarantine. And that really wasn't due to me being in quarantine or me not eating. Uh, I wasn't sad during quarantine, I loved it. But I personally wanted to lose weight so I was actually eating less on purpose. I was working out. I completed my goal. Well, to all things aside, I was very proud of. Um, And then it was around October where I realized I had all this lost weight. And I was like, maybe I should start working out. But what was driving my working out, what I came to realize, I was asking myself this every day, is that, well, when you are kind of working out, all thing, you know, if you are self-aware or not, you kind of like, you're like, Why am I doing this? I have to have a reason for doing this. Um, For me, I would keep asking myself, and I kept telling myself that I was angry. But there was something about it that I found so satisfactory because I think I was neglecting my anger for so long. And I wasn't really channeling it in a bad way. I wasn't killing myself when I was working out. Uh, I made a lot of progress, and that was from around October to February. And so this is a big reason of why I became self-aware of my anger is because I asked myself what was making me angry. I identified it, and not only did I necessarily stop the behavior, but I was like, I'm going to use this. And I think that's a good use of productive anger Not so much destructive anger, because anger is a very, very destructive thing, of course. Um, I believe all emotions are destructive in their own right, but there's kind of your more bad and good emotions. Anger definitely falls on that bad side, if you know what I mean. But um, uh, not only did I just say, oh, I'm angry and I'm working out, but it led me to make some more conclusions about myself which i can't really put into words and it helped me understand my anger better especially in social situations when maybe you feel so inclined to yell at someone um maybe a smaller example would be road rage um you kind of stop yourself in the moment and you tell yourself all right what is this really going to do for myself sometimes when you need to release anger um, not really built up anger. Sometimes anger just means leads to more anger, but sometimes anger can be a good release. And I think it's better to be self-aware of your anger because then you can say, I need to release my anger. So that way you don't, you don't ask yourself that question like, all right, I'm going to go beat somebody up or I'm going to go cuss somebody out. I'm going to do it in a healthy way. Ultimately, the conclusion I made, it's a very simple conclusion, but it makes a lot more sense in my mind. And I'll talk about it more in the podcast is that Of course, you're allowed to be angry, but the way you channel it is what really matters. Everyone's going to experience all these emotions, including myself, but everybody has a way of interpreting them. And there's nothing wrong with experiencing them. So the next emotion is happiness. This is an interesting one to me because this is how I put it together in my mind. This is how I make sense of it. Is that I was really happy for about the first seven years of my life. Too young to realize it. That's all I really know at the time. I was having a good time. Um, but bad stuff happens. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm, a ha- I'm just a generally happy person. But I know what happiness is. I experience happiness. I believe that my life is kind of fol- following this story or whatever you want to call it that i am experiencing all uh not experiencing i'm um becoming self aware of all these motions and i'm ultimately trying to pre, uh, uh, reach self actualization so i will uh, kind of reunite if you will of this old happiness i had many years ago um kind of a lot more consistent because something sometimes i ask myself what the problem is and i realize it's just my own mind so i'm not saying that anybody or anything's causing this unhappiness and it, again I, I i'm keep saying i'm not unhappy uh, i have unhappy moments in my life just like everybody but um again i'm trying to put my thoughts into words i'm really bad at that um I don't really have much to say on happiness, honestly. And I think that says a lot about myself. Again, I'm not unhappy. Especially in this moment, I'm not unhappy. Uh, But I'm also a little low on sleep. So I'm doing my best. Next, we'll move on to sadness. Uh, This is a good one. To me... It's not as interesting to talk about as anger. When I talk about anger, it's kind of... I don't know, cool to talk about. But sadness also is something that a lot of people feel guilty about. Because people don't like to express it. Because people, when they're sad, feel like a burden. But... Sadness, I've, I've understood in a lot of ways... Uh, may uh, be maybe because of loss, generally loss really, but all kinds of loss. Not so much uh, loss in the form of a death, but there are many types of loss. Maybe like a friend or something. But I'm drinking coffee. Tell me how this sounds. I hope you could hear that. But I think it sounds good through the mic. All right, anyways. um, I'm actively breaking this down as I talk into the mic. Just don't forget my intention here, which I may or may not have made clear earlier, is that I'm not telling you that self-aware people break down their emotions like this. This is simply how I do it because this is how I understand myself as I put my life into phases and I kind of section off my emotions, but sadness, um, I don't really think I have much to say on that one either, um, uh, um, this is uh, part one of the self-aware series, and uh, it's definitely learning, f- uh, it's definitely a uh, a uh, a learning curve <clears throat> it's more of a ramble i kind of had the idea it was going to be a ramble but um every uh other episode will kind of be this better understanding of uh my own self-awareness and maybe yours or it just gets kind of everybody on the same page but this one was shorter i think i'll uh Um, definitely take some more notes. I wouldn't really say there it was self-aware for me to say, oh, I'm going to need to take some notes next time. But maybe that's what I'll talk about next time is what is self-aware and what is not. At least from my point of view. But, um think I rambled enough I think I've uh, talked about my personal experiences enough uh, I do have other episode ideas that are part of these two new series one of them including the self-aware series and I have other episodes that are kind of just random topics I'm still doing those but thank you for joining I hope you understood um, this is my first episode in a while, so I don't expect it to be perfect, but um, I did fix my audio quality, I to I thank my brother for that. I don't think there's some weird, um, I don't know how to describe it. It was like a static, or it sounded like somebody took like a box fan and put it right up to the mic. I only said that because there's a box fan right next to me, but um, yeah, I think it sounds a lot better. I can definitely hear my voice a lot louder, but um, I think that's that. So thank you again for stopping by if you did, and have a great day.